When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald. I'm in a great mood, but first, we got to let you know that this is presented by the Carlotto Group. Damon? Yes. How's, how's bowling practice? You just got back from it. Yeah, I just got back from bowling practice, and uh, I actually bowled today for like the first time in six months. I bowled against them. Uh, we're not going to talk about the results, uh, but we're just going to say that I'm pretty good at what we do, what I do. All right. Have you ever, what I'm suggesting here, maybe put your students or your uh, players, I guess, up to a stipulation mm -hmm. bet against them for the next match. If they can beat you, then you'll go buy a car from the Colorado group. And if you beat them, one of them has to buy a car. Maybe they all finance the team van. You know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. All right. We got, and we could put an NIL sponsorship on and really cut it in half. Okay. If the Carl Auto Group is willing, we'll take it. All right. Go down the Carl Auto Group. I promise it will uh, be the cleanest, um, most sustainable, and um, the nicest smelling uh, car buying process you've ever been through. I can what's your favorite? What's your favorite car freshener scent? Ooh. Now, new car is my favorite, but that mm -hmm. doesn't exist. Right. Because it has to be a new car. I don't believe those air fresheners truly smell like new car. Mm -hmm. They're too weak. So I would probably, does my grandma's car count like 10 years ago when I was still a kid? Well, I'm saying air fresheners, just air fresheners in general. Yeah, but I don't know if she had a, fr okay. All right. I guess, I guess my first answer would be grandma's must then. <laughs> We're <laughs> off to a roaring start. I'll just go with that, like, uh, northern tree type of yeah. stuff. What do you like? It? Um, pine. Okay. Yeah, pine. That's fair. I'm an Arkansas pine bluff guy. I can go with that. Yeah. All right. How about mm -hmm. you? You know, I am a, uh, for some reason, I like vanilla. Like, it, it reminds me of, like, the beach and... Vanilla um, reminds you of the beach? Yeah, because it's like... It's just, I don't know, something about it. 
and ice cream it also reminds me of ice cream well i would be would have been the first thing that would have came to mind if you told me something smelled like vanilla well see i'm a big I'm like, i've never been to i've been to like two beaches and i'm like a uh, like so kenny chesney has his uh beach bar rum or whatever uh-huh and the vanilla flavor the vanilla fa flavor fantastic if you say that like that that makes well that's what i was trying to get at and then you kind of jump my case but it's understandable i can see like drinking that listening to the uh the island song yeah that's a good one that that, that song cool. sounds like vanilla yeah the best way possible vanilla ice cream cake my new car i'm everything what what an open to the show we have great opens today it is uh it is wednesday night um the second night of the 2023 sprint car season has not started yet uh, i believe hot laps are going on right now um we're here to record a world of outlaws season preview a little shorter episode kind of a bonus one i uh, wanted to do it with damon caleb was not confident on his world of outlaws knowledge and damon and i like to bet against each other usually resulting in me losing i haven't even i didn't even tally the chili bowl stuff because i i have a feeling you won that one i just i have I a bad hunch that you won that one. i think i i don't know i didn't have CV. one of the two of us had cv i had all the kids yeah you did gavin and, rico. and ryan and you had, you had all the kids and rico yeah that makes more sense I, and i think i took Ayrton too but he's yeah you did CV. you did Ayrton's not a Ayrton's older than me, but younger than me. He's 22. I would have thought he was like 26. Oh, see, I would have thought he was closer to my age too. Opposite way when I when I met him, I was 22 and he was 20. I said, "You can't even drink legally. That's nuts." It's crazy. Didn't think of it. Yeah, makes sense. Bowling's good. The bowling team's set. Yeah. Yeah, we're set. We're ready to go and see what we can do this weekend. What's the tournament situation like? There's back-to-back -back next two weeks, right? Yeah, back-to-back -back the next two weeks to end the regular season, and then we'll uh, we'll see where our postseason lies. We'll uh, if we if we do well enough, we'll qualify through the USBC side, and then we go to our conference tournament for the NAIA side. And can uh, if we win that, then we go to that national tournament on top of it. So be fun. Like it. But hey, what why didn't Pete Weber bowl in that Independence Day shootout or whatever they call it? The one that was just on TV on Sunday? Yeah. The US Open. That's the one. Yeah. Uh because Pete Weber is technically Pete Weber is technically retired. Oh um, my, that's the, that was their stipulation. Okay. Well Yeah. You know, I'm a big part of but but that isn't I don't think that's the reason why he sat out. I don't know why he sat out to answer. Part of my take, he said he wanted the bowl and they didn't invite him. I agree. And I don't know why. Because there were other seniors there that were bowling that no, had been retired. Now just hold on, because part of my take's been trying to call the head one of the head guys that makes those decisions live on the mm -hmm. show. He won't he won't pick up the phone, won't answer. Nobody I can't say I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything, but if there's any fishiness going on in the NCAA tournaments or NAIA tournament selection with you guys, let me know who to call. Unfortunately, I, I am not in a position to say I, I cannot afford a fine. Just give me the names of a couple other schools and I'll be a concerned fan. Perfect. We'll do it on this show. All right. I, I we'll do it I'm on the show when you're not appearing on it. There we go. No way they do the background research to find the World of Outlaws preview episode to find that. There you go. Exactly.
Let's get into it. The uh, World of Outlaws kick off the season Thursday with the first official points race of the year. Really uh, interesting offseason that we just talked about all these all these things that might happen. I don't want to say even we did it because we didn't do that. We didn't sit here and, and yell panic and scream to the rafters uh, the uh, camera zooming out on someone screaming on his knees going, no, we didn't do that. Um, a lot of stuff that was like, oh, well, this could be bad. This this guy might not run full-time. This guy might not show up. And everyone's there. 15 full-time guys. Gio Selzy uh, is going for Rookie of the Year. They let Robbie Price uh, declare for Rookie of the Year as well. I would say Gio's the heavy favorite there. I don't think we got to debate that. But yeah. Robbie, Robbie has shown progress, as has uh, Noah Gass, who returns. Um, Craig Kenzer is racing again. I know there was... No one, and I didn't even send a tweet out and probably should have at the time, but on their all-time wins list, they had all the active drivers in orange. Craig Kinzer's name showed up in white, um, and like all the retired guys. Uh, so that was where any Craig Kinzer doubts came, uh, but he's there at Volusia this week. So 15 full-time guys set to take on the season. Um, real quick, so they're doing the new bonus program. Uh, you can miss four race, or you can race four events that aren't World of Outlaws sanctioned um, or on the approved list. That won't count against you for missing. I'm sorry, I'm explaining this poorly. Uh, you can miss four or go to four races outside the World of Outlaws schedule. Some races don't count against those four. But they can't miss a race, right? Or they can? They, I believe they can miss a race but that screws with your platinum deal. I don't right, think, that's what I'm saying. I don't so is it's it, going, it, the debate isn't on if guys are allowed to miss a race and go back. Cause like when gravel missed to go race. Right. Truck series. Then he couldn't, still, he couldn't be in the points anymore. He was still eligible. I think for the, for the championship. I believe he was the, <laughs> are you sure? Because remember that was the whole deal. Because they they won the owners championship or whatever that thing was that year. But they had points from whoever filled in, right? For the owners deal. I don't think he was eligible to to win the points that year. I thought that was the whole deal. I don't think. Well, maybe one of our listeners can let us know for sure. Yeah, someone let us know tell you that season, that season I would have known for sure. And now I don't remember. And that I, I really don't remember what happened. Why? Because I, for some reason thought that he couldn't compete for the championship that year after he went to the truck race that time. Well, regardless, um, what I was getting into is the debate is about whether they can race however many high limit series races, all these things that aren't scheduled during World of Outlaws events. Um, and they settled on four races uh, and you can go up to eight races and still be eligible uh, to win the points championship. There is a higher purse on the points this year. If you would go over four, you would be racing for last year's championship money at the end of the season rather than this year's, which is like 150 grand more for first or maybe just a hundred. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Could we, could we have gotten that? Maybe. Uh, we're, Maybe. We're a bit last minute with when we're doing this. Um, but no, I'm really excited for the season. Uh, these first two Volusia 
races are not counting towards the four. Uh, however, uh, the, Eldor the two days at the Eldora Million will. Um, and I don't know if that counts as one or as two. Interesting. Did they say why? Uh, they didn't. Wikipedia okay. tweeted confirming that that will count. I just don't know if it's one or two days. Gotcha. Are they counting by races or by race days? Right. And right. in that format, it's like, are we racing a two-day format or just one? Because if, right. if the format's the same as it usually is, that's, that's a one-day show. So is anyone going to race that prelim night? Don't they? Yeah, they don't have to technically, right? Because no, it doesn't don't have to. The only thing it affects is one car, if that's what the format is. Which, to, okay, like, I hate that this stuff isn't written on paper. It isn't widely available. People mm -hmm. don't know about this. I think it's dumb. Especially, like, with formats. If you're not going to change anything at Eldora, that, I mean, we should know that right now. I think uh, I think it's when you're when you're making these kind of changes, like because they've not allowed drivers to go outside of the world of outlaws ever before, right? Like I'm not not making that up, am I? No, no, you're not. Okay, so so they go. You had to seek approval, right? And so you go and run all these these you know call them these four other races that you run. So you're trying to keep the points. Well, now we don't know, like, like we're, we're stuck in, okay, maybe this race at, I don't know, some random ass place in California, you know, they go and want to run a deal where each night leads up to a big one, you know, kind of like how they set up with Knoxville, right? Everything is a qualifier for the big show on Saturday. Is that going to be count? Is that counted as two nights? Is that counted as three nights? Is that right. one I night? Mean, so, like the Capitani Classic, um, yeah, Southern Iowa, uh, Oski Challenges. Uh, I assume you're probably wondering about now. The weekend before, they're at the Ironman uh, in Peavley, so there's nothing to worry about with that. And teams are used to making the trek up and usually racing the Capitani Classic. If I were to guess, and this is a guess, it is. 1000% I do not know, but if I were to guess, both those races would be fine because we've seen World of Outlaws guys run both of them in recent years. Mm -hmm. You so, think that would be on the exempt list, maybe? That's what I mean. Like, I, I would think that that would stay there. Now, the million counting towards those four, that's what kind of shocked me. And that would be like what's holding me back from being very confident those would be on the exempt list because I would have thought the million was because everyone's in Ohio already for the Brad Doty classic on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You would think, you know, going back to the original point of this, you would think that they would post what races are eligible, what races are not. And I think, I don't know how widely available that is to drivers. Or, or teams. Well, you would think it'd have to be, right? I would think some of it, at least, at least the million decision has been made. So mm -hmm. where that leaves us later in the season, who knows? Maybe we'll see people drop off the tour like we see 
uh, in a lot of late model tours, which I hate. I hate that. You do know, you think? I want to see more full timers, not less. Do you think that um, that we see an emergence a little bit more of the high limits deal if if people are starting? You know, if you go to a race on a Wednesday night, well, you come to find out that that is one of your four races that count. Do you start to see that? You know, and you see someone decide, you know what, we're going to go to the high limits races more. They pay more and they pay a whole lot more i guess in in a sense and than some of your typical sa saturday night shows yeah the only issue is there's only 12. right um and i don't think high limit is going to try and be competing against the outlaws they've said that from the start they don't want right. to replace the outlaws the high limit series is not going to be the premier touring uh united states sprint car championship that's not uh in anyone's goals or minds or anything um it i guess the some of you at home are probably asking like well why is this an issue can't guys just run where they want to run um and it's a business decision uh from the world of outlaws brian carter uh, and he did a wing nation interview he explains it really well um we've referenced it before i'm not agreeing or disagreeing with him uh and a lot of my opinions are without logistics right like so i'm not trying mm -hmm. to throw him under the bus with what i'm saying um but no he he wants his world of outlaws roster he wants those 15 guys to be going around the country and if you're watching a race with one of those guys in it, you're watching a race with all the World of Outlaws drivers. And you got to go to a world of, world of Outlaws race to find those drivers, if that makes sense. It makes, I mean, it makes sense, but it, it at the same time doesn't. Like, right. And it, it's all logistics. It's all. Right. I think that's where like the that. holdup is. Yeah. I think that's where the big holdup is, really. I'm just is, hoping the new paint schemes find their way to the video game. Dude, I do too. Like Macedo's new paint scheme is unbelievable. I love that one. I was, I would say, out of all the new ones, I love Donnie's two two uh, paint schemes that he's bringing. But out of all the new ones, Macedo's is is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I wanted also to, like gravel. I wanted to wait until this one came out because last year's was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. Um, I didn't hate it when I saw it in person. That made it better, but on the render, it, it looked yeah oof so i i like their look this year i think everyone's got a pretty solid paint scheme i'm trying to think uh, i like gravels gravels looks cool i like how how much yellow sweet has in his yeah i like the yellow. schemes are usually pretty easy to do blue and yellow work really well together um yeah. let's get into a couple predictions we got like seven eight ten minutes left on this um because i've got to flip on the iowa state game but who is your championship pick damon and don't take mine um i mean it's it's hard to pick against brad sweet right now right but oh, with that gonna pick, being gonna said, pick mine. you what i said you're gonna pick mine i know it i i don't think i am i and it's hard for me to go against donnie but I, for some reason, just have a feeling that this might be the year for Carson Macedo. Oh, okay. That is I don't know why. 
I think I think the main reason why I feel that is just that car and that team is really good in the summer months. And I think if they can figure something out early this year, um, which based on qualifying efforts so far that I've I've seen, they're they're not too far off. Um I think if they can figure out something early in the year to keep pace, um, I really, I really think that Macedo can find a way to, uh, to pull one out. I know who your pick is. That's kind of why I didn't take your pick. Good job. Yeah, I do. I do like you're your crossing pick. off everyone on the list and, t- and I'm like, all right, well, I don't know. Is he going to pick Macedo? I, I do like your pick though. And I, I know which one it's going to be. Yep. You're right. I've got, uh, Craig Kenser bringing home the title oh, of the season. See, I thought Fair you were going to tour. Yes. Party like it's 05. <laughs> I got no. I got find himself in a NASCAR ride after this. I got I got David Gravel. Um, I thought it was uncharacteristic uh, seeing how he did at Charlotte, and I don't know if that issue on the first night led to more issues later on in the week um, or even that that race. Uh, he's money at Charlotte. I was completely shocked he didn't take home the title last year. I know some people weren't because Brad Sweet is very good. You don't win four championships in a row without being very, very good. Uh, dare I say elite? Throw that out there. But uh, I think if Gravel can have a sound summer months type of uh, stretch and just be there, you know, I and mean, we watch Brad win five races last year and win the title five out of 70. So mm-hmm. I think if gravel can keep pace with them and go into the latter part of the season with even a slim lead, I think that's going to help him a lot. Um, and I'm not doing the confidence stuff or anything like that or the momentum or anything. I just thought, I thought it was crazy that he didn't do great in that final weekend. Cause he's usually nails at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I got gravel. I don't hate Macedo at all um, as a pick, not as a person. I don't know. I can't talk today, man. Um, what I was going to say about him was like pretty early in his World of Outlaws career, he's, he's already got wins at Knoxville, at Eldora, and at Williams Grove. So the three really big money races. Uh, he hasn't won Houston, has he? No, so I guess I can't. I can't have that stat in there anymore. Well, you can. I mean, that's that's three of the four big biggest paying races of the year, right? And those are really big to win. It it gives you a lot of momentum. It gives your team a lot more wiggle wiggle room uh, if you want to spend a lot to gain a tenth of a second. Um, So that's. I mean, that's where that comes in. Uh, Yeah, I I really like that. And you know, someone's going to point this out that we're both picking against the guy that's won four in a row. I know that won the first preseason race and said, well, we, we were really disappointed with our win total last year. We're going to rectify it. Right. So we might be I mean, stupid by the time the end of the year comes, but it's, it's going to be. Absolutely. I mean, we always are proven wrong by this. Right. But I, I think, I mean, I think you, you see what, what Brad has done and he showed a little bit of vulnerability last year at, you know, only winning five races. We say that as, as, you know, we're used to Brad Sweet winning 20 races, right? Or whatever it may be. So um, 
for him to only win five races and for the field to get a lot tighter too. Like we talked about the 15 guys, we're adding a car in Gio Silzi that how many races did he win to start the year last year? Right. Oh, he, yeah. Especially you know, early in the year. If he can have, that's what I'm like saying. That. You know, that's what I'm saying. So there's, there's races that are going to be taken from other guys uh, or from, from the regulars. Plus you're going to have a deeper field of outlaws this year on top of it. I just, I think that it pays off for, for some of these bigger races along the way. And, and, uh, you're not a momentum guy. I am. I think, like I said, I think Masita wins the summer months. Absolutely. Um, I don't want to call it. I like the gravel pick though. If I knew you weren't taking it, I would have, to be honest, but I, I just, I knew that's where you were going to go. All right. I want to ask you, um, and I'm coming up with a couple of these on the spot, but you can throw Gio in there if you want to. Um, but who is going to take the biggest step forward uh, in 2023? Um, I think, uh, I think you got to go to the old man and Donnie, right? Like we saw that at the end of the year, they started taking those steps forward to being more competitive again, basically from Knoxville to the end of the year, they were really competitive. Um, I think that, that whole bunch takes a, I would say they take probably the biggest step forward and put his name back in the hat because they know he's running out of time. Okay. And before I get to my pick, um, Ford engines, Parker Price Miller is going to be running a Ford this year. Uh, his main sponsor on the team he's signed to race with uh, is a Ford dealership. So they're going to sign, they're going to race with a Ford engine. They got a Ford engine from Tony Stewart Racing and had engine troubles Tuesday. Donnie also had engine troubles on Tuesday. Is, how long are we going to see this with Ford? What do we think? <laughs> I can't imagine too much longer, right? I don't like, know, man. Like, it just feels... Do you remember the race they had on the Super Bowl? On Super Bowl Sunday when Donnie was chasing 300? Yeah. And he had his engine go out with, like, two laps to go? Yeah, while, while like, leading, right? Yeah, like, and I get, like... I kind of get the people that want to crap on Ford and say that when you have so many examples of this stuff. But it's also... I also kind of look at it like, hey, there's a manufacturer that's trying to invest in sprint car racing like are you going to blame them that much i know i i think at this point though i mean donnie is not going to leave tony stewart and tony stewart's not going to leave ford so right right and i think you don't have to worry about that i would be more concerned if i'm ford uh with tony raising a little bit of hell yeah you're absolutely right um you just have to find a way to rectify the issues you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Especially to compete at a level that these guys are being expected to compete at, I should say. Right. Um, so my pick for that biggest step forward thing is Spencer Baston. I thought we saw a ton of it last year. Um, and he's, you know, unfortunately it's very hard to go in rookie season and, just light the world on fire. Um, he beat out Kyle Larson at Bristol in one of the most fun races I had both at and watching um, the whole year last year. I really think he can take a 
gigantic step this year with more experience kind of with all the tracks and, and how it is uh, running that type of a schedule. Mm -hmm. Real quick, uh, qualifying just got over for the preseason race tonight. Uh, your guy, Carson Macedo, got the quick time. You're welcome. Donnie Schatz, 11th. Is this still uh, All-Stars or is this Outlaw? Yeah, it's technically an All-Star show. Okay. Does this count towards their number? No, it's non-points for them. Okay. And it's obviously non-points for Outlaws, but it is points for the weekly championship right. to win the bigger Gator trophy. It's all very right. confusing. I wish they would call it the Budweiser shootout. I agree. And you could spell it with a hyphen, W-I-S-E-R. I agree. I don't know if that would if that would draw any uh, copyright issues. Probably not. We're gonna do something like that at some point. There you go. We'll have to figure out. I wanna I wanna do something uh, funny for the hundredth episode, but it'll do with something else. So I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> That'll um, work. Do you have any? I guess hot takes, crazy predictions. I, I, I guess the one thing I want to ask you is who has the most to prove this season? Like who's what, what team, what driver has the most to prove this year? Shark racing. Is, did Jacob Allen capture magic in a bottle for one year? Is that, was that all it was? Uh, is Logan Schuhart going to match his win total? Who's going to have more by the end of the year? I'm not trying to do a formula one rivalry. I'm just saying, Two very talented drivers, but the wins have to go to somebody, and there's a lot of people they could go to. Yep. I like it. I think uh, my, oh, my other uh, side prediction with that, we're going to have Logan Schuhart on the podcast, and Damon is going to get in a screaming match with him. I doubt it. I'm a pretty respectful guy. Maybe we'll try to do it like at Knoxville. There we go. We can do that. I'll be all right with that. We'll figure that out. Also, the spring game for Iowa State got scheduled for – that world of outlaws Saturday. So we're going to have to figure out plans for that. For sure. For sure. I'll be at both. I'm not skipping. <laughs> it'll be, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, I would say um, for the most to prove for me, I think is Sheldon and that whole group. It's fair. You know, that we, we talk about him every year when he starts winning a few of these races, but then he fades off through the middle. Then he picks up again. Then he fades off. And then he picks up. And then he fades off. Like, these guys got to be more consistent. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and the unfortunate part of everything with it is just that there's so much talent and mm -hmm. so many um, – drivers that you would say yeah he deserves more wins this year but they might not get it because there's just that many guys out there that are really good well you throw in you throw in the guys like you know brent marks and anthony macri and kyle larson and and those kind of guys who just come into some of these races brian brown uh that just show up to some of the the outlaw shows throughout the year based on the regional side of things and 
they they kind of wreak havoc in some things too you know how many other how many more wins could brad sweet have had if kyle larson wasn't running the 2020 campaign or 2021 for that matter how many more wins could you know donnie shots how many titles could donnie shots have had instead of brad sweet if somebody if he would have won a few of those races think you know you think about things like that it's other guys that step in and and grab wins along the way as well that really kind of throw throw some of that for a loop yeah you're definitely right there um sorry i had to make sure i got my dirt draft filled up i got you what'd you, oh, you go oh shoot well i was doing i was doing it like two minutes before the uh contest lock so i wanted to make sure i got rid of it uh <laughs> buddy kofoid was at like twenty thousand two hundred, and then justin peck was at 23 and then okay. uh remember the name connor come on buddy i took those two i might it might have been james mcfadden at twenty thousand five hundred. I believe. And then Ryan Timms was like, so that added, it all added up to that. I needed 1000 to the negative to get it back up to average. And I took uh, Gio and Ryan Timms. All right. All right. Uh, Ryan Timms qualified 28th. So uh, that's good. Awesome. Good lineup. Bad start. He could be in a bad group. I don't know. It's with that. Dig yourself out. Yeah. Dig yourself out. You'll be fine. I'm, I'm prepared for all of them to make the A. Last night I took Bowman and he quick timed and then missed the A. And uh, Justin Fiedler said on his show he's the first guy to quick time in an All Star show and miss it since 2020. Oh well, that's interesting. So, uh, no hate to Bowman. Obviously, we love Alex, but right, I like Alex. That's my that's my like. Is that a Connor Jenks? Probably. All right, someone workshop a name for me on that because it gets cringy when I say my own name too. I like it. I think Connor Jenks works. All right, well, it even fits in a hashtag. I'll let the I'll let the fans decide. I'm tired of jinxing people. It's the worst. Well, you do it pretty well. They and it's like always really bad. Like really bad. It's, ne- it's never like yeah, he had to go run the B and then he barely transferred like, in. Like Chase Elliott running at the Clash. Yeah, that was also oh, a really bad. Pick. I guess I yeah I preemptively jinxed that like ways away. <laughs> bad pick on that one. All right, well we will get. Um, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Some more type of preview stuff after the weekend, because um, Iowa State started. I gotta get off of here and uh, get tuned into that. Um, next episode we will recap. The World of Allies weekend, and we will preview what's to come this season. We're probably going to record that Monday night. Uh, I don't know. Are you, well, you're going to be out of town for the bowling thing, so we'll probably re- record that Monday night. Well, and the Super Bowl's on Sunday, and I'm yeah. kind of busy with that. So you're at a bowling tournament. You're right, and I'm also going to be really busy with the with the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, if we're, if we're running behind, I'll be the first bowling coach in history to get ejected. You won't do that for the Daytona 500, though. No, because the Chiefs don't play in the Daytona Some 500. Some are calling you a fraud. The Chiefs don't play in the Daytona 500. Kyle Larson does. You're right. But Kyle Larson's luck in the Daytona 500, not near as good as the Chiefs. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> Kyle Larson turns into uh, 2016 Patrick Mahomes in the Daytona 500. Yeah. 
66 to 10 game. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks again to the Carlotto group uh, for presenting our podcast and our website. Uh, we will be back. Uh, we just told you when we'll be back and look for that on Tuesday morning. Uh, and hope you enjoyed this one and have a good rest of your race weekend.